Imagination is free and moves forward swiftly, silently. This is the haunting hour. Tapping on the window. that marks the end of a long trail is beautiful. That is why Mexico City, even now, is like a white, majestic monument to me. For here on the sun-drenched terrace, I dare, for the first time, to look back without fear. The echo chamber in my mind is sealed, and I dare to let the past parade its antic sounds, even its tappings on the window. For now I know that tapping belongs to the past, to the places in my mind that once were dark. Yet, it was but a few days ago, back in New York, that I heard the tapping, that it came to me out of the night to shatter my reason and almost destroy me. How well I remember that. Jim. Jim, wake up. Uh, 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 huh? uh, uh, what? Jim, please. Turn on the light. Oh. What's the matter, Laura? Jim. Somebody was tapping on my window. Oh, darling, for heaven's sake, you've been dreaming. No, Jim, I heard it. I was lying here wide awake thinking. Laura, do you mean you haven't gone to sleep yet? What? Why, it's two o'clock. I tell you, I heard it. Open the window, Jim. No. Laura, there's nothing and no one out here. There couldn't be, darling. It's a sheer drop of 20 stories. I heard the tapping. I know I heard it. Try to get some sleep now. And promise me you'll go around to see Dr. Simmons in the morning. He'll give you something to quiet your nerves and make you sleep. All right, Tim. I I guess I am overwrought. You want me to leave the light on? No. Good night, Tim. Good night, Laura. I tried to go to sleep, but it was no use. The tapping was real. I'd heard it there on my window. And all the memories came back. They pounded persistently against my will to shut them out. And finally, when I couldn't fight them any longer, I let them take possession to slide into the past. Back five years to California. At a time I thought I was so desperately in love with Courtney Lang. Courtney. I heard the tapping, Courtney. I heard it and I hated you. Hated every memory of you from that first evening we met in the little garden that separated our apartment. Oh. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't know anyone was out here. <laughs> Don't let me frighten you away. This garden isn't private. Thank you. I'm Courtney Lang. That's my apartment there on the left. I'm Noah Harding. I live here, too. Yes, I know. I've watched you here in the garden from my window. You're very lovely. I'll be going in now. Oh, uh, 
please don't be offended, Miss Harding. That must have sounded rather like a fresh compliment, but it wasn't meant to be. I'm an artist, and I notice beautiful things and beautiful people just as a matter of course. I see. Phil, it is getting late. I must go in. You're not angry, then? Of course not. Good night. Good night, Miss Harding. I hope we'll meet again. Several days passed, and I'd all but forgotten that chance meeting when... What's that? Who's there? It's Courtney Lang, Miss Harding. Open the window. Oh. Oh, why, what is it? You startled me. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have phoned you, but this method seemed more direct. Was something wrong? No. No, far from it. In fact, this bold, unconventional summons is an invitation to a party. I see. Or rather, I don't. Well, I, I have a few friends in my apartment who are about to pass judgment on my latest painting. I'd like very much to have you join us and pass judgment, too. Well, I, I, I don't know. Uh... Do come. Please. All right. I really would like to see some of your work. I'll join you in a moment. And that was how our strange love affair began. At first, I was aware only of Courtney's charm and his talent as a painter. He was handsome, self-assured, and, and successful. I couldn't help feeling flattered by his attentions. Then one evening, as we sat together in the garden, I had my first glimpse of the Courtney I was to learn to fear. The real Courtney. Tired, Laura? Well, Laura, it's difficult getting used to spending a whole day in an art gallery. What did you think of those rover black and whites? They're really what I took you to see. Well, frankly, I didn't like them. No? Why not? Oh, I don't know exactly. They... Well, they, they gave me the creeps. I knew you'd like them. But I didn't like them, Courtney. They were morbid and ugly. They looked like something remembered from a nightmare. Uh, just what were they supposed to mean? They're Ruby's illustrations for a book on phobias. Phobias? Well, I suppose that explains them, but it doesn't add to their appeal. Ruber is a master. His brush begins where the psychiatrist leaves off. Well, that kind of probing is horrible. No, no, it isn't, Flora. Every person has deep, dark recesses in his mind. Hidden, mysterious wells of doubts and fears that can be turned into sources of power, provided he isn't afraid of them. Courtney, I've never heard you talk like this before. You're psychic. You can understand this sort of thing. I'm psychic? Oh, Courtney, really? But you are. I sensed it the first time we met. You're, you're super sensitive to things, to people, thoughts. You've got that kind of tension in your consciousness that gives you a sixth sense. I wish I did. Maybe I'd be a more successful writer if I knew a few things other people didn't. No, really, I'm serious, Laura. It's a trait I never fail to recognize. You mean you're psychic too? Yes. I think you've always known that. Put me to the test. How? How can I test you? Well, suppose you concentrate on something we both know about. Some incident or conversation, even a person we both know. Let your mind take complete hold of it for a moment, and don't let go. Ready? No. Give me time to think of something difficult. 
something you won't be likely to guess. Now, let me see. Um, all right, I'm ready. Concentrate, then. I am. I've got it. You have? What? You were thinking of me, right? Oh, yes, but that's just an obvious guess on your part. No, there's more to it. You were thinking of the way I tap upon your window when I come to call for you. Why, Courtney, that's exactly right. How did you know? Well, it's particularly easy for me to hear any sound in a thought. You heard the sound in my thought? The tapping? Distinctly. You see, it's pitch dark, and your eyes have no distractions. So I didn't even have to use the thought energy to keep them closed. Want to try something else? No. No, it frightens me. I, d- I don't believe in it, but I'm... I'm afraid. It's because you don't want to recognize the psychical powers you know you have. You've been frightened and appalled by your own ability sometimes, by your hunches, your your premonitions, even your dreams. Couldn't stop. This kind of talk is nonsense. Laura, Laura, if you are given this power to look on glory, you should be proud of it. No. No, I'm not. I... I want to go in now, Courtney. All right, Laura. I'll see you tomorrow evening, then. I should have left you then, Courtney. I should have run away. I knew that you were strange and even dangerous. But I thought I loved you. And I stayed. And then one day... I want to talk to you seriously about something, Laura. Yes, Courtney? What is it? I'd like to paint your portrait. Why, Courtney! Well, I'm really terribly flattered. In that blue dress you wore to Florence Whitby's party the other night. Mm Mm-hmm. That would be perfect. There's just one other thing, Laura. I have so many pressing commitments at present, we'll have to work whenever I can squeeze in the time. Well, that doesn't matter at all. Fine. Suppose... Suppose I tap on your window as a sort of signal whenever I'm free. No, I'd rather you didn't do that. Of course, Courtney. Whenever you want me, just tap on my window and I'll be right with you. Coming, Courtney. I'll be with you in a moment, Courtney. I heard you, Courtney. I'm coming. It was during those weeks that I posed for the portrait. But I began to be convinced at last that Courtney was right. That I did have a strange power in my mind to see beyond the perilous edge of reality. I began to read the books I found in Courtney's studio. Weird, twisted, mystical books. Books on spiritualism, telepathy, phobias. Books that dealt with pathology and neurology. Finally, I began to believe I understood something of Courtney's strange philosophy. The terrible dread took hold of me. I was afraid of him and of myself. Then, quite suddenly, the portrait was finished. Courtney invited a few of our friends to the unveiling. When everything was ready, he called for me. Laura, Laura, we're ready. Come and see yourself as an artist sees you. I'll be out in a moment, Courtney. Wait for me. Yes, Laura. Courtney, I'm so excited. I've never seen myself on canvas. I'm excited too, Laura. And yet, I'm... I'm rather sad. 
Why, Courtney? Don't you think the plot is good? No, no, it's not that. What then? I've been thinking about us, Laura, and wondering. I think you know that I've fallen deeply in love with you. So much so that I'm beginning to be afraid for us. Afraid? Of what? Well, all these weeks I've been tapping out a tattoo upon your window, and you've come running to me. Now the portrait's finished, and I'm wondering if you'll go on responding whenever I call. Oh, Courtney, of course I will. Whenever your message sounds upon my window, I'll come, no matter what. Remember this, Thomas, Laura. When I send a message for you, you'll come, no matter what. Everything is behind me, and all the ghosts of my past have been shut out. I can look back with a clear mind without being afraid. I know I fell in love with Courtney Lang before I realized what a strange person he was. I had tried to make concessions for him because he was a talented artist and the most fascinating man I'd ever known. Dark, mysterious, and challenging. He had painted my portrait. And when it was finished, he took me to his studio where some friends were gathered for the unveiling. And when they were gone, Courtney said, Well, darling, now that you've seen it, tell me, how do you like your portrait? Courtney, I'm sure it's a beautiful piece of work. Artistically, I mean. But... But what? Well, don't be angry with me, but... It seems to me that there's something almost sinister about it. In the eyes. They're too deep, too dark, somehow too knowing. But that's the real you, Laura. The you I love. Oh, Courtney, please. Let's not go through all that again. I have no special powers of mind or spirit. I know better, Laura. Think of it. To look into a world beyond this one. A world that we can find together if you will let me take you. Laura, we have but to combine our powers and the great unknown will open up to us. No, Courtney, no. Help me to pierce the veil into that mystic world. We could travel on wings, Laura. Together Courtney, we could... you're mad. Let me go. Courtney, please let go of my arm. I'm afraid of you. Laura. I'm afraid of you. I never want to see you again. I hate you. I don't Laura. Laura, please let me talk to you. Laura. Remember, you gave your promise to come when I tapped upon the window for you. Laura! Laura, where are you? She's gone. But she'll come back. She'll come back. I ran away to New York and tried to forget Courtney. When I met Jim Ralston, suddenly everything has changed. I forgot Courtney completely in my love for Jim. We were married, Jim and I. And for almost two years, I was divinely happy. Then came the night I heard the tapping on my window. And I was sure that Courtney was sounding his message for me. The next morning, Jim tried to convince me that the tapping was a nightmare. Laura, let's not talk about that tapping anymore. Eat your breakfast. I... I don't want anything, Jim. Darling, you must eat. Come now, make an effort. Here, have some fruit. All right, Jim. I'll try. Oh, by the way, darling, 
Remember that artist by the name of Courtney Lang you used to know in California? Why? Why do you speak of him? Well, there's an article in the morning paper about him. Yes? He died last night. Uh, what? Well, Laura, what's the matter? Courtney's dead. That's what the tapping meant. I knew. Let me see the paper, Jim. Yes. Well, darling, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Courtney that... Lang, well-known artist, died in an automobile accident near his Los Angeles home last night at 11 o'clock. Jim, that was 2 o'clock New York time. That's right. It was Courtney then. He tapped for me. I knew I would have sworn my life upon it. Laura, get hold of yourself. After all, you haven't seen Courtney Lang for years. You told me that was all over. Laura, let me go, Jim. Laura, I'm going to call Dr. Simmons. Stop, please. I'm all right now. Really. I remember. I've just read about Courtney. Isn't it tragic? Yes, tragic. Oh, I know how close you were to him once, Laura, so I was wondering if you'd like to go to the exhibition with me today. Exhibition? Yes. Courtney's works are on exhibition at the Dyson Galleries. I'd like to come. Um, well, suppose I meet you at the gallery at 2.30, hmm? Yes, at 2.30. I'll be there. gallery was a haunted place. Courtney looked down upon me from every frame upon the wall. I could feel his presence all around me. His spirit reaching out for mine. Florence. Yes, Laura? When did you last see Courtney? Oh, about two weeks ago. He asked me to look you up here. He... Well, I suppose you know that he never got over you, Laura. Yes, I know. You should never have left him, Laura. He was lost and unhappy without you. He never gave up hope that you'd come back. I know that. Didn't he know that I'd married Jim Walton? Yes, he knew. But that didn't seem to make any difference. He said there was a bond between you that nothing could break. A bond stronger than marriage or even death. He... Look, Laura. We're giving your portrait star Billy. My portrait? Well... Where is it? There, in the alcove. Come with me. I want to see it. Oh, of course. Oh, this portrait was by far the best thing Courtney ever did, Laura. Yes, I remember every line of it. Every shadow. The eyes. Mm, the eyes are strange, but somehow rather beautiful. They're horrible and ugly. But they're real. They're my eyes, Florence. Look at me. Those eyes in the portrait are just like mine, aren't they? Well, I don't know. Perhaps yes, they are. I know they are. Courtney was right. He alone could see me as I really am. Oh, Courtney, I, I want to come back to you. I'm Laura. Laura, come, Laura. We'd better go. I want to be with you, Courtney. I was wrong to run away. I belong with you. No one else can ever reach me. I understand. Let me come to you, Courtney. Call me back. Come away. Courtney. Heaven's name, Laura. People are staring. Send your message, Courtney. I'll come this time. I'll keep my promise, Courtney. God. Oh, help me, please. This lady's Courtney. Courtney, call me back. Courtney! Give me your key, Laura. I'll open the door. Here. 
Are you sure you don't want me to stay with you till Jim comes home? No. I'm all right, Florence. Oh. Well, go to bed and try to rest. I wish you'd let me call a doctor. No. No, thank you. I'm all right. Well, goodbye, then. I'll call you in the morning. Yes. Goodbye. The door closed. And I was alone. I remember the thought that immediately took possession of me. I was alone, and now I had to face things as they were. I'd been a fool. All those years when I tried to live a normal life, loving Jim, hoping he'd never discover the truth, I'd been a fool. Yet I thought, I must have known that one day Courtney would find me and take me away. And I felt myself sinking deeper and deeper into his grasp. What's Courtney now? He's calling to me and I must go. I promised. I'm coming, Courtney. I'm coming. I'll climb upon the sill and, and open up the window. Wait, Courtney. Wait. I can't get the window open, Courtney. Wait. Wait for me. Wait. Wait for me. Laura, what are you doing? I can't get the window open, Jim. Help me. Laura, get down. Oh, no, he's out there. Courtney, he, he tapped on me. There. You heard it, Jim. You heard it. The tapping. It's Courtney. Laura. Jim, let me go. You can't hold me any longer. Courtney, come for me. I've got to go to him. Courtney, I want to come to you, but Jim won't let me. Laura, listen to me. I'm going to open the window now, and we'll look out together. Open the window. There. Do you see Courtney out there, Laura? Courtney? Who are you, Courtney? He isn't there, Laura. He never was. Yes, yes, he was. He tapped. No. Look, this is what caused the tapping. Take a good look, Laura. Uh, it's an aerial. Yes, an ordinary aerial with two clamps on the end of it. When the wind was strong enough, it blew the aerial against our window and caused a tapping. Like this. An aerial? The wind was strong last night and again this afternoon. There, see for yourself. The wind is blowing now. Look. And so, all the fears of the past that had been walled up inside me, the tappings on the window that to me had been living ghosts, were suddenly melted away into nothingness. The next morning, Jim and I were on the plane bound for Mexico City. I don't know how Jim managed it, but he did. During the flight, Jim was very quiet, almost despondent. But now I understand the reason for that. Jim had his own fears. This morning at breakfast, he asked me... Laura, you're feeling much better since we arrived here, aren't you? Yes, Jim. Much, much better. Then may I ask you something? Of course, Jim, anything. Did you and I make this trip alone, Laura? Yes, Jim. Just you and I. And that's the way it's going to be from here on in. And caught me lying? Jim, I've discovered something. The ghost of Courtney Lang was a living ghost. It's gone now. Courtney is dead. His strong spirit has found its place at last. Out there somewhere in the great unknown he loved. He'll find his peace there, Tim. I know he will. Laura. Come here, darling. 
I want to kiss you. 